Thanks for tuning in to the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. On today's show, Week 10 approaches, it's waiver day. Des Bryant signs with the Saints. Look at the recap and get into the mashups. This is the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. So Week 9 is in the books and Week 10 approaches, and what a week it was. We're going to dive into the matchups in a little bit, but um, there were a lot of really close games, including mine with mom that was uh, a very close and came down to the wire on a Monday night game. Um, today is waiver day. Uh, just remember, guys, the trade deadline is November 21st, so um, after that, no trades will be allowed. Travis asked me, though, um, you should still be able to add and drop players all the way through the playoffs and the championship. Um, and even if you've run out of money, you can still put in a zero uh, bid and hope that no one gets it. So with that being said, let's take a look at the uh, waivers, which rolled at 8 o'clock this morning, and see who got what. I'm ready to go in, coach. Just give me a chance. Okay, so um, there were a lot of unsuccessful bids for waivers. Uh, starting at the top, Scott added Marquez Valgas Scantling, um, who is looking like he's going to be the solid number two in Green Bay. Um, with Geronimo Allison out, he put in a bid of $14, which means he really wanted him. Going down the line, it looks like Travis put in a bid of 5 for him. And that was the only other bid. I added the Jets defense for $10. And they were also bid on for Scott of $4. He was unsuccessful. Um, Brandon, $0. And one other person put in a bid for the Jets. Oh, Brandon, $0. Scott, $4. And Travis... with a bid of $6. I put in a $10 bid because I really love the matchup this week. They're playing against Nathan Pick 6 Peterman, and the Jets are the number four scoring defense on the year. If this can buy me a win against Tyler and ensure my victory, then uh, $10 is a smoking deal. Um, I'm willing to pay that price all day. Brandon added Duke Johnson for a winning bid of $9. Scott lost that with $6. Uh, Travis lost that with $2, and that was it for Duke Johnson. Uh, Uncle Johnny added Cordell Patterson, which was uncontested. Travis added Ito Smith for a bid of $2. He was the only one in on Ito Smith, which is a good pickup. I just didn't have any room on my team for him. Uh, Scott added Robbie Gould for a bit of $0. I also had a bit of $0 in, but because if you tie, it goes into who has a worse record. Scott won that, so congratulations, Scott. You win because you suck. Brandon added Mike Davis for $0 uncontested. Brandon also added Cody Parkley, the kicker for Chicago. Um, and Brandon... Er, and Travis added CJ Uzama for a bit of $0, and then he had a backup bid for Benjamin Watson, which no one else bid for, who's the tight end for the New Orleans Saints. 
So pretty active waiver day. Um, if there's some moves that need to be made on your team, there's still a bunch of time. Uh, I like to see what happened and then go from there. So I have a couple waiver bids in for tonight. I'm not going to tell you because I don't want you to outbid me for my waivers. So with that being said, let's look at the fantasy news. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy, and this is what's happening in your world tonight. So the big news out of Dallas is wide receiver Des Bryant signed a one-year deal for the Saints. So he probably will definitely have some fantasy implications. Um, I don't have any room for him. That's probably why I'm not picking him up. He's on my do not draft list because he screwed me a couple last year. And he's right next to Odell and probably going to be Le'Veon Bell this year. Speaking of Le'Veon Bell... He is still nowhere to be found. He needs to show up by November 13th or his season will not count. But he could be planning not to have his season count and just see if they tag him a third time, which I've been reading is less likely that the Steelers would do that. Sammy Watkins needs an MRI on his foot. Uh, he week status or His status is doubtful for Week 10, the Chiefs wide receiver. So that'll push... Uh, Kareem Hunt and Tyreek the Freak up. They'll be getting more targets and Travis Kelsey. Uh, the Chiefs are playing the Browns, so you're all ahead full on your players and they should smoke them. Geronimo Allison, the wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers, has been placed on injury reserve. He's going to require surgery on a groin issue. He hasn't played in a couple weeks. Ben Roethlisberger didn't participate in practice. He's still dealing with that um, that finger injury for Thursday night. They might just be resting him so he's ready to go. Sam Darnold did not practice um, for the Jets. Uh, this is a little concerning because I want the Jets to be a high-scoring offense. and uh, But I'm not too concerned about it because... They have a solid backup in Josh McCown. Uh, some who say he's even better than Sam Darnold. It's likely that uh, Nathan Peterman will start, uh, but only if Josh Allen and Derek Anderson are still unavailable. Um, either way, the Bills are the new Browns. Well, the Browns are the Browns, but the Bills are the new Browns and... Um, Start your players against them. Uh, Rob Gronkowski is still questionable, dealing with a back injury. He did not play um, last week, and he wasn't practice. He wasn't pre- He wasn't present. Sorry, uh, on Wednesday's practice. Um, thankfully, they have an early game this week. He really screwed me last week uh, because he was the Monday night game. And we didn't find out till Sunday. It was a Sunday night game, and we didn't find no. Monday night, Sunday night, something like that. They were the late game, and we didn't find out till mid-Sunday that he wasn't going to play. Um, so I ended up having to start a tight end for the Cowboys, who uh, only got three points in a PPR league. So needless to say, I lost that week. And that rounds it up for the news segment of the show. Don't forget, um, bye weeks this week, uh, week 10, Ravens, Broncos, Texans, and Vikings. So if you got those players out, make sure to put them on your bench. 
Um, if you have anyone in for tonight's game, which is or tomorrow night's game, which is the Panthers and the Steelers, put those players in your flex spot. That way, you're much more flexible, as they like to say. Um, don't have them in your running back or wide receiver spot, unless, of course, you're starting two. Um, that's just a general rule of fantasy football. And that rounds up the news. Let's uh, let's look at the recap of what happened last week. So week nine is in the books. Um, I beat mom. 96 to 92. Like I said, it came down to that Monday night game. One catch went off her receiver's hand. If he would have caught that, she would have won the week and I would have lost it. 92-96. I moved to 4-4-1. Mom is now 3-6. And I have now won two in a row. Tied and then two in a row. Mom has uh, lost two in a row. Hans put up a pretty sad score of 64 against Scott. Scott finally broke 100 points uh, this season. Congratulations, Scott. Scott's now 3-6. and six. Hans is 6-3. and three. Uh, Scott has won one in a row, and Hans has lost one. Travis put up a 104-97. to 97. It was nice for Travis because he had that score before the Sunday night, so he just pulled Robert Gronkowski out of his lineup and didn't even start a tight end against Brandon. Um, Travis has now won four in a row, so he's won them for months straight, and Brandon has lost two in a row. Matt won against Tyler. Uh, Tyler has a low score on the week. Good, good work, good work, T-Bone. 47 to 84. Um, Tyler's three and six. Matt's now five and four. Matt's won one in a row, and Tyler has lost one in a row. Adam put up a score of 77 to 106 against Uncle Johnny, the son versus dad matchup. Uncle Johnny has now won two in a row, and AJ has lost two in a row. So with that, if we pop over to our standings um, in the divisions, we have... Hans is in first place in the East Division, followed by Matt Bolton and me at 4-4, four and four, and trailing by one game is Scott and Tyler. In first place in the West uh, is AJ, tied with Travis. Brandon is in third place, and trailing by two games is Mom and Uncle Johnny. So the playoff spots, if the season ended today, would be... Uh, Hans would have a first round bye along with AJ and then me and Matt Bolton and Travis and Brandon. That being said, Scott and Tyler are only one game out. Actually, no, they're a game and a half. I'm a, a game and a half behind first place and mom is three games behind first place, but she is two games out of a playoff spot. No. One and a half games. Everyone with a, three wins, Mom, Scott, Uncle Johnny, and Tyler are all one and a half games behind me. So they need to win two um, in order to beat me. Or I would need to lose one. 
But there's still a lot of football left. Um, our fantasy season ends in week 13. So if this is 10, we have 10, 11, 12, 13. We still have a month of fantasy football, a month of uh, regular season, and then we jump into the playoffs. Okay, uh, let's jump into this week's matchups. Rose. We're going, we don't need roads. Marty! So I'm taking on Tyler. Um, this is a pretty important game for both me and Tyler, like I said, because I'm a game and a half in front of him. This would put, if I win this, it would put me two and a half games in front of him. I'm projected at 91. I don't have a kicker in place. Tyler's projected at 85, and his team is locked and loaded. Um, we've got the QBs facing off Patrick Mahomes versus Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's starting Saquon Barkley and Tariq Cohen. I've got Aaron Jones, Christopher McCaffrey. Um, looks like I have the advantage. My running backs would be a total of 24 projections. His would be 23. For our receivers, Devontae Adams for, and Keenan Allen versus Jarvis Landry and Juju. I've got the advantage on both those guys as well. He's got Greg Olson, who is going to be projected at six points trey burton at five um i'm flexing in tyler boyd oh i forgot to cover in the injury segment uh aj green is going to miss multiple weeks with a foot injury that puts tyler boyd in that number one spot um he's number 14 receiver on the year yes brandon this is the person i offered to trade to you with deshaun watson for brandon cooks and you did not take it full move or full move cool full move man why's that you tell me um, he's starting the Redskins defense, who are the 10th defense. They're projected at five points. Um, and I'm starting the Jets defense, who are projected at eight points. When there's an eight-point projection for a defense, that's pretty good. That's why I spent 10 bucks. Like I said, at 10 bucks, they were a bargain to get them. Um, so once I get a kicker in, if they're projected four or five points, that'll put me at about 95, 96, and Tyler at 85. Next, we have Brandon facing off with Scott. Um, let's see what their teams are looking like. Brandon is projected at 76, and Scott is at 89. Brandon doesn't have a kicker in yet. So as soon as he gets that locked and loaded, uh, the projection will look much better. He's got Ryan Fitzpatrick versing off with Cam Newton. Uh, me and Travis have a little water bet going on versus uh, if Fitzpatrick is going to start the rest of the season. I don't think he will. Uh, last week he threw a bunch of interceptions and he flipped his magic switch on and threw a couple touchdowns and saved Brandon with about 24 points. But um, how, how far down can he go in the first half without coming back up? Uh, Tevin, Brandon starting Tevin Coleman and Doug Martin, who have the advantage over Matt Breida and Dion Lewis. It's close only by one point. Brandon has Tyree Kill and Kenny Galladay, um, but Scott's advantage, and they've been his advantage all season, have been Julio Jones and Michael Thomas. His wide receiver core is locked and loaded. Uh, Michael Thomas just went off last week. We'll see what Des Bryant does to them. It's pretty late for them. They just signed him today. It's Wednesday. And if they're playing Sunday morning, an early game, um, we'll see what he can do. He's been out of football for a while. So Brandon starting O.J. Howard versus George Kittle. George Kittle is the number two tight end on the year. 
which is saying something, and uh, I think Scott has that advantage. And the flex spot, Scott put in Marquez Valdez-Scantling, which is a great pickup for Scott. Uh, I wanted him, but I just didn't have room on my team for him. And then the Steelers and the Panthers' defense. So their defenses are facing off against each other on Thursday night. And Scott got Robbie Gould, uh, the San Francisco kicker. And so as soon as Brandon goes in, he'll, it should be about a nine or seven or eight point line against the two of them. Next up, we have Mom versus Uncle Johnny. Uh, Mom's lost two in a row. Uncle Johnny's on a two-game win streak, so um, this could be a chance for Mom to turn it around or for UJ to put uh, get the heat, turn the heating up into on fire with a three-game win streak. Uh, Tom Brady versus Mom has Tom Brady, and UJ is starting Russell Wilson. Uh, the computer's giving Russell Wilson the advantage. They're running backs. James Conner and Nick Chubb versus Adrian Peterson and Kareem Hunt. So Mom is projected at 30 points with her running backs. And Uncle Johnny is projected at 31 points. Wide receivers, Calvin Ridley and Brandon Cooks for Uncle Johnny. Um, nine and eight points, so 17 and mom has Demarius Thomas on a bye, so she needs to get him out of her lineup, put someone else in. Uh, Travis Kelsey, 12 points, versus Jordan Reed, 6 points. Seahawks defense for Uncle Johnny, Dolphins for mom, and then their kickers facing off. So uh, this is a messed up line right now because mom doesn't have her wide receivers ready to go. So as soon as it gets fixed, um, she can... Maybe close the gap. Right now, Uncle Johnny's projected at 91 points, and Mom might be able to get up to 80 or uh, 81 or 82 points to close the gap a little bit. Uh, the two silent teams, Matt and Hans, I'm calling them silent because those are the guys we never hear from in our little smack-talking text messages, uh, are facing off. 76-75, uh, they've got a couple players on buys. Um, they haven't set their lineup yet, but they always are good about getting them locked and loaded before game time. Um, Philip Rivers versus Matt Ryan. That's a, that's a pretty good matchup. They're both projected at 20 points. Melvin Gordon and Chris Carson versus Isaiah Crowell and Kenyon Drake. Um, I don't know. I got to give the advantage to any Charger players. Uncle Jay, if you're listening, I doubt it. But if you're listening, Oakland has just given up. They are barely showing up for the season. I think they're going to start their cheerleaders this week. Um, I'm super excited because I have Keenan Allen. Hopefully Keenan Allen goes off against Oakland, who is playing for the first-round draft pick. I think John Gruden should be ashamed of himself for what he's doing to this organization. I think playing for draft picks for next year is disgusting. Um, you don't do that. You don't do that to your fan base and, you know... You came in with all this money and you had all these players and you're just, it's a fire sale and it, it, it's sickening to watch. At the same time, if you've got players playing against Oakland, lock them up and load them up. Um, that's all we'll say about that. As soon as these guys get their um, teams in, they'll, uh, they'll have better projected totals, but we're not even going to dive into it because they have not set their lineups. Uh, finishing off, we have Adam versus Travis. The two six and three teams are facing off against each other. This should be a huge uh, slugfest between them. Let's 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 take a look. 
Travis is starting Baker Mayfield against Atlanta, and AJ is starting Drew Brees against Cincinnati. Um, they've got Baker projected at 16 points and Drew Brees at 20. Um, so you got AJ with Frank Gore and Todd Gurley with a combined 25 points, and Alvin Kamara and James White with a combined 27 points. This could go up or could go down depending on if Sony Michelle. Um, I heard that he's going to play. I don't think I'm going to start him just because I'm a little nervous. AJ has Adam Thielen on a bye this week, who's been his locked and loaded dude, making giving him tons of points all year, so he needs to fix that. He's got Cooper Cup, and the receivers for Travis are Antonio Brown and Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, Travis has Rob Rodkowski in his lineup right now versus Jared Cook. And Devontae Parker versus on Johnson in their flex spots. Um, Travis has the Bears defense versus the Patriot, Patriots defense with AJ. And their kickers facing off. Uh, the line is 73 to 88 in Travis's favor. But as soon as AJ fixes his wide receiver spot, let's see who he's got on his bench. Um... Oh, T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, put T.Y. Hilton in, and you should be just fine. He's projected at 9 points. 9 plus 73 is 82, so you close that gap to uh, 6 points. And those are the matchups for today's show. We do not have any questions yet again, because only two people listen to this podcast, and one of them is my mother. Um... I don't think there's much less to talk about on the uh, NFL news and stuff like that. The Packers keep losing, but we have Miami this week, so hopefully we can pull one out. The Rams uh, were dealt their first loss by the Saints, who are looking like they're going to make a run at things. There's a bunch of good teams right now in the NFL. It's a fun season to watch. Um, I think my daughter is waking up, so we're going to close the show out with that. Um, good luck. Hope your fantasy teams go well. Um, this is the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. Fantasy Rookie Podcast.